Welcome to Real Estate Agent Superstars, where we interview top real estate agents in the market. And my, my name is RJ Baxter. I'm your host with Intercap Lending. And this week we have Dan Wisdom of Wisdom Real Estate. He's the, he's the man behind the brokerage that started this years ago. And he's going to share with us a little bit about his story with Wisdom Real Estate and some tips on their success over the years. Wisdom Real Estate's been around for 15 years, something like that. So they definitely uh, stood the longevity test and they are one of the best in the business. So welcome to the show, Dan. Thanks. Yeah, definitely appreciate uh, you taking the time. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Um, and right back at you. You're one of the best as well. Love working with you and, you know, thank love you. the service. You thank you. Give our clients. Appreciate that. So tell us a little bit more about your story. What did, did you just go right into real estate right off the bat or did you have a, something you did before real estate? What was your uh, background? No, yeah. So, you know, went, went to college, um, went through air force ROTC and was all set for my career in the military. And then two weeks before graduation, they wanted me to crawl across the gym floor on my knees. And um, because I was such so active growing up, I've got Osgood Schlatters. So it like hurts to just like, just my knees, not use hands or anything. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, I can't do that. They're like, well, you don't get commission then. And so I got a, you know, I was, yeah. So two weeks before graduation, um, all of a sudden my life was turned upside down. Uh, so I went to uh, Goodwill, bought a suit, drove out to Colorado, slept in my car, interviewed with an IT company. Got the job and moved out to Colorado. Uh, so I've lived here ever since. Uh, you know, I was in IT for three years. Uh, it was 100% travel. You know, I'd put on 20 pounds and, you know, going fine dining, everything, like, you know, schmoozing and things. Uh, it just wasn't a healthy lifestyle. I didn't have many friends because I was never around, just friends that were on the road. Uh, I'd get home, do my laundry, and then... So I decided, you know, real estate was a career I wanted to get in, you know, just on planes and in hotel rooms, I got my license and then made the switch. Okay. How long so, ago was that? That was in 2001. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, and uh, were you with a, a brokerage at first or how did you start off? Yeah. So I was, <clears throat> I was on a great team, uh, the Cityscape team. Uh, that, you know, had awesome mentors. It was Kathleen wow. Clifford and Glenn Blackburn. Um, they were awesome. They were total opposites. He was the very social, you know, uh, life of the party. Kathleen was the very analytical process person. So together it was so awesome learning to them. Any new agent getting into the business, I highly recommend getting a great mentor and being on a team. Um, yes. So we were in, you know, some of the, you know, the bigger uh, companies is where we were. Um, we moved from one to another, uh, you know, didn't really get value from the company. There's nothing wrong with them. Uh, but it was the team that brought, brought the value. And, you know, then it just got to the point where, you know, I was working from home. The only reason I was going into the office was to get uh, faxes at the time. Uh, <laughs> I remember faxes. Yeah, faxes. Um, and, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go on my own. So I started Wisdom Real Estate uh, with no intention of growing it to be what it is right now. It's like, you know, 
I this I'm not getting the value from from this company, so I'm just gonna you know do my same thing on my own. Uh, and then just gradually, you know, people I, I've never done any recruiting or anything. Um, and it's basically like one or two agents a year, you know, just started you know wanting to work together. Um, and then what I learned is I'm really good at systems. Uh, you know, so I, that is what I've, I developed. I like I've learned that agents don't like, you know, the, uh, they like being out there going and getting the, the business, not, uh, the process. Mm -hmm. So that's what, that's what I focused on. I just started documenting my systems and then, you know, showing others, you know, exactly what I was doing. And then, uh, yeah, it just kept, kept growing and growing, you know, from there. Now we have, uh, you know, 17 agents and five admin and you know, nice. life is good. Just through organic growth over the years. Yeah. Yep. So are you still doing active transactions yourself or are you just managing the team and working on the processes and that sort of thing? Yeah. So, so my role on the team is the visionary. If anybody's read rocket fuel, I, I highly recommend that. Uh, so there's the visionary integrator relationship. Melissa is the integrator. She, like, I basically have the ideas and she is the one that, you know, gets it done. Okay. Um, so that's my role. Yes, I do one, I probably average like one transaction a year now, maybe two. Um, and I do that because I want to run through our process as an agent. And each time I do it, I find things that, you know, could save time and make things better. Um, and then I've also done it, you know, when I'm buying a house, I, you know, have another agent work for me and mm -hmm. go through the process as, as if I'm like, I just tell them, Hey, treat me like any other client. And so I get to experience it from the client point of view as well. And then another big role at every closing that we have, I'm calling our clients and obviously thanking them and congratulating them. Um, but I, I take it a step further and I dig, like, I'm like, Hey, what could we do to be better? Like what can make the process less stressful or smoother for you? Like, you're not going to hurt my feelings. This is how we, we get better. Um, cause almost always right away, they're like, Oh no, everything was great. And I'm like, Hey, like, you're not, uh, it's not gonna be bashing anybody or anything like what. And, and then we can, that's how we get really useful feedback to improve our systems and we're improving every week. That's a great way to do it. Just ask people, you know, yeah. what, even if we were awesome, is there something we could tweak or something that can make it a little bit better? Yeah. So do you still, I mean, being a systems guy, 17 years doing this or whatever it is uh, with wisdom, um, you still get feedback on things that could be improved. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're updating our process every week. That, that's Something's incredible. Changed and you know, I love it. Like, yeah, well, I know that knowing you that <laughs> every time I talk to you, you have five different ideas. It seems like so. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Idea. Yeah. So, so um, what kinds of things are you working on right now? Um, well, we've switched over. I, uh, you know, that's my shirt I've got on. Follow up boss is our new um, mm -hmm. CRM. I wouldn't say CRMs you need to put tons into them, but there's been a lot that Follow Up Boss does that um, our previous CRM doesn't. Um, 
So we are definitely getting organized there. Organizing our database is, is a huge focus. Um, and Sphere has always been one of our strengths, but we're going even more into that, doing more events, more contacts, more value added, more, uh, you know, competitions, contests, you know, things like that. Um, so we're really elevating the sphere because we know, you know, as long as we take care of our sphere, nobody can, you know, take that away. You know, very, it'd be very difficult for them to take it away. Like our past clients aren't, you know, the relationships that we've built. Zillow, it's going to be hard for them to come in and like take them away or, you know, realtor.com or, you know, whoever else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're trying and, and, you know, that's the future. Like, well, I'd be paying, you know, Zillow the 35%. Rather take that 35% and put it towards our clients. I agree a thousand percent. So what kinds of things are you doing? You mentioned events. What sorts of events do you do that are successful? Yeah. Um, one of the most fun one we just had uh, was the uh, roller, skitty, roller City event. So roller skating. You know, I love family-oriented events. Um, really, like, doing things that, you know, kids love. Um, we do kickball in the park. We do wine tastings, beer tastings, obviously. That's not... The, the kids kid love that, right? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we do those, you know, tons of handwritten cards and personal cards. Um, mm -hmm. Nobody's doing that now. Um, you know, personal phone calls on birthdays, you know, not doing just a Facebook, you know, message. Um, yeah, just tons of reach out, you know, asking how we can help people, looking for ways to help people. Um, you know, like you never asked, but I think our whole team has probably posted reviews for you. You know, and you, <laughs> that, you know, cause you're great and, and we're not lying about anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, somebody who owns a business. Like help send business their way, you know, uh, the more you help people, the more they want to help you. That's for sure. One thing I noticed is, so we bought our most recent house through you guys and, um, you sent a list of providers after like, um, service providers and, and business partners afterwards. And we just pulled up that list whenever we needed something after closing. And we probably contacted three or four of those people on that list. And, uh, and that just speaks to utilizing those partners that you know, like, and trust and how that comes back to you. Yeah. And what I, I love about that, thanks for bringing that up, is you get an organized, you know, list of providers, um, you know, a plumber or electrician or, you know, whatever. Um, if they make a mistake, well, first scheduling, they're going to prioritize our clients over others, mm -hmm. which is huge. And then the other huge benefit to the clients is let's say that person makes a mistake, the contractor, which everybody does, you know, it, if they know that they need to make it right and make sure that person is happy, th otherwise that flow of bit referrals is not coming their way. That's a huge advantage to the client rather than mm -hmm. it's just one person going and that person, you know, that contractor might be very transactional based and not think about all the future. So we've seen that happen quite a bit where, you know, contractors may even lose money on a transaction because they know, um, how we expect our clients to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. 
And that I, kind of transitions yeah. right into like our thinking, like my thinking, like, again, everybody makes mistakes. We make mistakes all the time. Uh, but my thinking and, and what I coach the team is we want whoever was affected by that mistake to be glad we come out ahead, you know, be glad we made that mistake. Don't just like, Hey, we made a mistake that cost them a hundred dollars. Don't give them a hundred dollars. Do something even nicer. Um, you know, an example that I had that, you know, this was when I was new in real estate, but this is just kind of an example. Um, I didn't know at the time that a freestanding shed was considered real property and included in the contract. Um, so the sellers sold, they asked, Hey, you know, we want to take that shed with me. I'm like, yeah, no, no problem. It's freestanding. It's not attached. It's not real property. <laughs> Obviously I was wrong. Um, it's right there in the contract. Um, so the buyers came and that shed was gone because I told the sellers they could take it. Um, so what I did was, you know, I hired somebody, got the shed back there, put back together and bought the, the sellers a new shed that was bigger and nicer. So they were like, Oh man, this is great. Thanks for making that mistake. Like, you oh, know, right. so now they got a, nice, a nicer shed than they had had before. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think yeah. it's Gary Vaynerchuk, if you know who that is, who said, um, doing the right thing is always, or the right thing is always doing the right thing. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's just, that's an awesome story. And then that makes clients for life out of that, out of make, making a mistake yeah. and do a victory. Yeah. Um, I guess another piece, if you want me just to keep going. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep, keep sharing. Another piece of the company's success, I would say, mm -hmm. is our team. Uh, like we have people that have been on our team for 15 years, uh, several that have been on our team for 10 years. Um, we have really almost no turnover. The only turnover we have is if we invite somebody to leave, they're not a good fit. <coughs> or they move, they move away. Uh, and that has been huge. And what I owe that to is like, we, the, the team, the agents, the team is the company. And so we pay them as much as we possibly can. And you know, that means, you know, I probably make very little compared to others that have teams our size, uh, and team leaders that have teams our size, but you know what? Like my quality of life is great. We have very little turnover on our team because they, they know like the, the deal, what, what they're getting. Um, so I think that's just huge. I know like so many people have read the millionaire real estate agent. Uh, I think it's a great book. I think, you know, uh, yeah, Gary's got a lot of, you know, good insight in there. The numbers are not realistic though. Um, you know, it, it coaches 40% profit. If you're doing 40% profit, you're going to have a ton of turnover. You're going to train new agents until they realize they can do it on their own and then, you know, not be paying that. So yeah, that, that was a, you know, that, that's a big part of our success as a team. Well, then you, you were telling me how it's translated into, you know, you have this stable, solid team that you, pay them well so they stay with you and it's translated into lifestyle for you where you've been able to build the lifestyle that you want for yourself. It's not necessarily about money, but it's about 
time and being able to be with the family and that those kinds of things, which, you know, hearing about your, how you started and being in IT and traveling all the time, it makes a lot of sense that you've built it to that. Yeah. And I, you know, I really, you know, consider myself retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, I, I still work a lot, you know, but I do the things that I love to do and I, almost all of them are on the schedule I want it to be on. Uh, example is I had an opportunity, just took, um, my son on a, a three week cruise. So we went from Miami to, to Barcelona and yeah, I checked in and I was, um, you know, definitely, you know, working a bit. Um, but by creating this, it, it made that possible. And, you know, that's an experience that I'll never forget. And, you know, he'll never forget. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so then how do you tell me more about how you manage all this and how you're able to get away like that? Is it because of the stability of your team or what kind of, what kind of processes have you built into place that enable it to run like that? Yeah. Well, um, here's part of it behind me here. Um, so this is Sisu, uh, and knowing your numbers is huge. Everything's way less scary. If, if you know your numbers, like spending $50,000, if you just write a check for $50,000 and don't know what's happening, that's super scary. But if you know, if you spend $50,000, it'll turn into a hundred thousand, you know, and you have all the numbers that you can track all the leading indicators. So, I mean, that, that's a huge one is knowing that, um, and, and then uh, another thing we run, you heard me talk about rocket fuel. So EOS, uh, enterprise operating systems is how we run our company. And so we have one 90 minute meeting a week with the leadership team and we all have our, you know, rocks, or if you are four disciplines of execution person, you know, wigs. Uh, we all have that. We all have our to-dos. We have our scoreboard we're looking at and our leading indicators. Uh, so it's not me having to like micromanage. We, we meet that 90 minutes. Everybody knows the plan for the week, has their to-dos, what the goal they're working towards. If anything's fallen below uh, in the red on our scoreboard, then we need to have a to-do to get that going in the, in the right direction. And so we're always, that's what we're looking at every week. Okay. What, what about from the individual agent perspective? How do you help them to track all these touch points that you have with clients and how you really build those raving fans? Yep. So follow boss and CSU talk really well together. Um, okay. So, you know, every, it, it's a math equation. You know, you make this many you have this many conversations, you're going to set this many appointments, you're going to go on this many and have that many signed agencies on a contract and closing. So it's all about, it really comes down to, you make six conversations a day and you'll be a successful real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so How all you, of that's Here's a question. How do you yeah. define a conversation? Oh, that's a good question. We're, we're, we're pretty loose on the, uh, the conversations. Um, the biggest thing is the agents need to be consistent on how they're tracking it because mm-hmm. we have all their conversion ratios. So yeah, we don't, we don't define that for them. Okay. You know, it's, it's basically, no, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be real estate, 
you just want to be reaching out, adding value to people. Just touch bases with at least six people a day. Yeah. Yep. And I know some, and like, you know, um, uh, we'll, we'll have the training order. It has to be a real estate conversation. You're asking for business that counts as conversation that we don't. Um, so our, our conversation to, uh, appointment ratio is lower than, you know, some others just for that reason. You know, they're not yeah. all like, go on appointment with you, go on appointment with you. They're like, Hey, how can we add value to you? Yeah. Uh, so we have that. So that's how they know their numbers. So the agents know their numbers. Um, we have competitions. Like right now we have an appointment competition going. So we've got three teams and then those teams each Monday meet and they do their, you know, small group coaching. And in their small group coaching, we are, uh, reviewing the goals for the week and what's the one thing that they can do to, you know, increase their business the most. And so right now it's the, uh, database is what we're really focusing on. Mm, okay. Yeah. Which leads like, if you focus on that, you are going to hit the conversations. Yeah. It's, it's funny how that works. Yeah. You just focus on your database, talk to six people a day and it leads to more business. Yep. And then we have, you know, group prospecting time. So the, the people that want to grow their business, um, you know, this is not mandatory. This is just for the, the motivated, uh, that really, you know, want to elevate. So we get together to be, you know, meet in the office. If you're not able to, you, you join via zoom and you know, you go through, you set your intention for that hour and a half. What, what are you going to hit where you're at for the week? And then it's just focused prospecting for an hour and a half. I love it. You know, it's, it doesn't get any easier than that. And it's, at the same time, it's challenging because it's hard to block out that time in a day to specifically just make phone calls and focus on. Yeah. Prospecting. Yeah. But it's like, you know, having a workout partner, you know, you'd be like, ah, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. But if I like, I'm like, RJ, let's go to the gym at 9am tomorrow. There's a lot better chance yeah. that we're, you know, I'm not going to let you down and I'm going to show up. So I've been doing something similar to this with my coaching group and it's made a huge difference. And we get, yeah. we all get on a zoom. It's nationwide. There's usually like 50 people on there and we, we just, we make phone calls, prospecting phone calls together. Right. And it's, I mean, that more than anything has made a huge difference over the past four or five months since I started doing it. Yeah. I mean, that is the number one money-making activity. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's not, I mean, it, there's all these bells. And bells that everybody wants to put off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think part of it too is, like look at leads, for example, leads are easy. You just buy them and you get a name, name, phone number, and email. Um, but those, those are people that don't know you already. So sphere, yeah. sphere is so important. Yeah. I, I tell our team, you know, if you work leads, you've got a job, you, your database is your business and we we're here to help you build your business. Like so so tell me about that metric. I'm really intrigued by that six conversations a day. What does that translate to if you trickle it down to actual closings? If someone does that consistently? Yeah, that's going to come to making over a hundred thousand a year. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. So I just have to talk. You know, to the hundred thousand is what, you know, every new agent, you know, sets as their goal pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
you know, and now, I mean, that should probably be going up with inflation and everything, at, you know, right. hundred thousand is what it used to be back in the day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, hundred thousand, it's, you know, six conversations. I, I can think of a couple agents in particular that work with wisdom that have followed that, or at least I think they do. That's my perception. And they've, I mean, their businesses have just taken off and they're brand new agents. They're only yeah. one that I'm thinking of is a year and a half in the business maybe. And she's rocking it. Oh yeah. It's just being consistent on those phone calls. She has been one of the best at just coming in and like, just, she's so coachable. Uh, I know you know yeah. who I'm talking about. Enid. Oh yeah. yeah she's, yep. Um, she's amazing. But- as far as that six a day, it's not the same for everybody because, you know, the six a day conversations is not going to produce as much for a new agent, um, you know, as in a staff because those conversations are going to be a lot more value as you're in the business longer. It's going to be, you know, your sphere that really are sending you the referrals. So we've got an agent that makes, you know, five a day uh, and, you know, he's over 250000 Wow. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I'm really curious about um, your touch points, your value add touch points that you have with your clients, both before, before they go under contract, during the contract and after. Can you give us kind of an overview of the, the, the special things that you do? Sure. So, you know, the before is, you know, follow bosses telling us exactly, you know, who. We're directing them to our website, so they're searching. You know, everybody's got their own uh, IDX portal. Um, so we're keeping an eye on that. Like, so you get all that information. Some just don't do what they should be doing with it, and others, you know, do. So if somebody goes and like favorites a home nine times, yeah, that might be a home you want to preview and tell them about. Uh, so that's you know the getting ready, you know, that pre under contract. Going under contract, we just have our checklist. It's like 170 steps. Uh, And so we have an awesome in-house TC that handles all the details, takes everything possible off the agent's plate that they can. So the agent can just focus on the relationship and the negotiating and the, the high level things that you need to be an experienced agent for. So, yeah, we have all that documented. So they're getting calls, coordinating everything, you know, that, but very customized to our team since it's an in-house TC. So that's really great. Uh, that's another one of those that every week we're updating something on there, adding more value to clients. And then uh, after, you know, uh, after the sale, it's, with, they're now a past client. They're a wisdom member. They're getting invited to you know all of our events. Um, we want to just send them as much uh, stuff you know as as possible. Uh, so they're going on to our value added you know email campaigns that everyone is. If I re- received this, would you know would I just delete it or was it did it add value to my life? Uh, then Homebot is another one, which is a great um, mm-hmm. you know valuation tool uh, that everybody loves. You know the unsubscribe rate on that is super super low. 
and the open rate's really high. Yeah, I, I love HomeBot personally. Yep. And then, uh, you know, real estate reviews, but this isn't just past clients. We're doing real estate reviews. We're, you know, it's like a financial advisor. You know, it's not having any agenda, any goal. It's like, hey, you know, let's look at like your plans and help answer your questions. You know, is it time to buy another rental? You know, are you looking at buying another rental or is it time to downsize? Here's, here's what that looks like. You know, especially now, someone might be in a huge house, but have the 1.99% interest rate, you know, right. and they're like, this house is too big, but if you downsize, you die, your payment would actually be higher. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So what kind of, um, tell, tell me about where you're going with wisdom. What's your long-term plan? Yeah, it's, we're continuing as we are. We're going to continue to grow, uh, you know, slowly, you know, I, I a lot of people like to reach out and I, I talk a lot of people out of real estate um, cause I basically don't want to sugarcoat anything. Like here's what it takes, you know, mm-hmm. um, not when you first get into real estate, 90% of the time is going to be prospecting, you know, not looking at houses with your friends. Yeah. You know, cause everybody's like, you know, yeah, I've got a lot of friends and you know, I like looking at houses. Uh, and then we have a, you know, 90 day, you know, we, uh, when people join, I guess this gets a little away from, you know, what's the future of wisdom, but this just when we're bringing people on right away, we're having them sign their resignation letter. It's like, Hey, if I don't do these things, then I'm choosing not to be part of the team. Hmm. And this isn't like supposed to be a threat or anything like that. We're just trying to help them because we know if they don't do those things, their ramp up time is going to be so long and the, the chances of success go down drastically. And so we just don't want that to, you know, just drag on and then, you know, just hang out and then have to go be a waiter or something, you know, nothing against waiters, but if they're getting into real estate, that probably wasn't their goal. Um, yeah, so we'll continue to bring on top talent. Um, you know, it has to be a good fit. Uh, only, uh, full-time agents, you know, you can't be a good agent part-time, you know, definitely you have to learn that. Yep. Um, so only full-time agents that, you know, want to be top producers and surrounded by, you know, top producers. So, you know, we're kind of, kind of picky. Uh, I mean, we are picky and it's gotta be a good fit too. Just, uh, culturally, we have a lot of fun. We are, you know, I just love helping each other out. I enjoy hanging out with everybody on the team. So, so that have you gotten to where you can spot it in someone when they're going to be a top producer or if they have that, that it factor, I guess you could say. No. And that's where the 90 days is because okay. everybody tells you the answers you want to hear. Uh, sure. But I can see pretty quickly once it's time to work, did they show up or do they have reasons? You know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what are the top, I'd say two or three characteristics you see in a person that makes them successful, like your top people, what are the the common characteristics that they have? Yeah. I mean, I can tell you like, you know, one of the first things I do is I go on their social media mm-hmm. and check them out. Um, so this would be the opposite of top characteristics. This is what I'm looking to avoid. 
is the victim mentality. Mm. You know, like oh, I'm coming from this, you know, other brokerage and I wasn't sex- successful because of them. You know, it's like you, you need to be in control of your happiness and your success. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so that's one, you know, I'm definitely looking for uh, a history of success. Um, you know, people that have had successful careers and now, you know, life has changed or they, you know, want to change careers into real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then, you know, once they are, are on board, it's the, you know, are they there? Are they working? Are they doing, you know, the prospecting really? Are they making the conversations? Uh, new agents all the time will want to just go to class, you know, do the webinars, go to class, you know, do anything except talk to people. Uh, so that's definitely where we are, are guiding them towards that, the prospecting. Yeah. Yeah. Having that work ethic to actually go and get it and get it done. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Dan. I really appreciate you taking the time. Well, if you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. That's how the word gets out and and consider leaving us a five-star review. And uh, thanks again, Dan, for being on the show. And my name is RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending. And thank you again for listening.